Hello and welcome to this episode of the Leaders' Council podcast. Regular listeners will be expecting to hear an interview covering all forms of leadership, business running, and what it means to to look after staff. But for the next few months, the Leaders' Council is spearheading a campaign to hear from care workers up and down the country. We want to give an honest perspective of what care workers need, who they are, why they do what they do, and how the sector can benefit from investments training and respect we will be raising the status of care today i'm joined by ross stocker a registered manager at autism unlimited ross thank you for agreeing to to come on to be interviewed one of the first um now if you wouldn't mind just letting everybody know who you are and uh, and what you do okay so i'm ross stocker drew i am the registered manager of two homes within autism unlimited um, I, I've been working in care, I'd say, for about 18 years. So it's kind of something I did as soon as I left school. Um, it wasn't my um, ambition to actually go into care, but um, I went into care when I was 17 um, and never looked back, really. Um, I've worked my way up through, uh, there's pretty much no job in, in this industry that I haven't done. Um, but managing a team um, is, is my passion. That's good. You know, it's it's all about the people that you you work alongside. And currently, if you wouldn't yeah. mind, just going into a bit more, you know, what's your specialism at the moment? You know, what are you? Okay. What do you work with, or who do you work with, and 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 how do you do it? Yeah. Okay. So I work with people with autism and learning disabilities. Um, however, in the past, I have worked with people with dementia. Um, but at the moment, I work with autism and, and um, disabilities. Uh, it can be very challenging, um, obviously, having to learn a lot about autism, and you're learning every day, really. You can get no days are the same, which is actually quite a good thing, but you can get one day where um, nothing really happens, another day where a lot's happening, and you're having to calm down a lot of people at once. Um, Staff, morale can be low at times so you have to kind of build them up at the same time i have to kind of have a lot of hats on each day if i'm honest and what sort of age ranges are you working with are you working with young adults are you working with those that are um you know of age are you working with with children most of the time yeah no so the the people i the people we support are from the ages of around 18 up to 50. Um, there's no, there's no kind of age limit, but that just seems to be um, the one that that we look we care for here at the moment. Um, a lot of the ones that we care for have actually been within the organisation since they were children, so they've kind of just worked their way up. Um, they started off in the school, Portfield School in Christchurch, um, which is a special needs school for people with autism and learning disabilities. Then they go on to our uh, um, futures program, which is basically college age, and um, they learn life skills, um, and then from there they come into residential care. And you know, if you're going to give, let's say, a small snippet of a of a day of, of you know caring for somebody that does have autism, not let's say one of the most stressful days, and let's not say mm-hmm. one of the one of the easiest ones. What 
does that look like? Just for those that are that are tuning in that may not be aware of you know the, those ups and downs that you mentioned, those those challenges that you mentioned. You know, what is it that you're actually sort of doing, and what skills does that take? Um, it's a very, to be honest, it's very skilled skilled job. You have to do an awful lot of training, um, and this gets updated every year. So you're constantly doing training on the job as well as formal training. Um, it doesn't matter how much training you really do. It's, like I said, you're learning every day with regards to people we support. Um, they're very, it's very unpredictable. Um, like I said, one day you could walk in and everyone's happy. Um, everyone's enjoying their day. Other days you can walk into um, people demonstrating challenging behaviours, be that with the people they live with or the people or the staff. Um, so you kind of have to learn how to de-escalate situations and protect everyone, really. Um, obviously, you want them to live as independent a life as possible, but a lot of the times we have to do stuff in their best interest, um, which can be a challenge at times, obviously, working with multiple different agencies. Um, trying to come to the same plan and understanding, which can be difficult at times, um, but we're kind of there, everything we do, help them with every aspect of their life. No, that's, that's you know, it, it's such a wide range of skills yeah. that are needed, really, then, isn't it? It's not only the ability to understand a person individually, but also understanding the constraints that are going to be needed sometimes, you know, having that that level of control over a situation. And when you are dealing with people, you know, when you've got more than one, you know, it's not a one-on-one -on -one service, this, you know, it's it, it's very hard to, to then be able to adapt accordingly to multiple yeah. situations that might be going off at the same time. And obviously, you mentioned the training there. Um, you know, where do you get this training? Who provides it? Do you think there's enough or too much, you know, too changeable? Um, we we have our own in-house training um, with Autism Unlimited. Um, and most care organizations, um, as far as I know, are the same. Um, but we do have external trainers for things like first aid, um, for Team Teach, which is, um, ways to manage conflict if there if we have we've, we're um, experiencing aggression mm. from the people we support um, and with things like we, we do MVQs level two level three um, care certificate which is mandatory now which can take up to twelve weeks to complete um, and managers like myself have to do a level five MVQ and leadership and management. Um, we're constantly going on training ourselves, having to do things like, so obviously we deal with their finances, we deal with their bills every day, so we have to kind of go through financial training. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the, the training is never, it's endless basically, but we, I wouldn't say it's too much. Um, it's definitely needed because everything changes so regularly within the care industry. Um, you have to you have to kind of adapt and change your ways of working quite regularly. Yep. And, you know, there's lots of talk, let's say, about government support that may or may not be there for care workers. And this is, I'm talking now just in general um, of, 
you know, government putting forward idea that, you know, care is support, there's going to be funding, there's going to be availability, there's going to be that training, there's going to be support for organisations, large and small. And sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not, specifically for uh, autism. Um, they've got the national strategy, um, which is continuously looked at. And the current strategy is for autistic children, young people and adults from 2021 to 2026. And it looks at a real range of outcomes that are going to be needed to help people um, to understand what autism is, to help people get employment, to help carers look after those that are most in need. But there's some quite you know, heavy statistics in there, um, and especially from the the all party parliamentary group, uh, the Autism Act ten year on report found that just twenty four percent of autistic adults and twenty twenty six percent of family members think that public understanding of autism is at an acceptable level. That's quite shocking to me. Uh, it is to me as well. I mean, to be honest, I think everyone should kind of have some sort of training because I mean you can go to a supermarket with someone with autism um, and people onlookers if, if they're having a little bit of an escalated episode onlookers will look uh, people can be very judgmental and obviously look at the negative what's happening but they're not actually understanding um, how difficult it is for that per the person with autism to um, understand it's their surroundings um, and acknowledge the way they feel it's so difficult for them to, ma to manage their emotions mm. um so sometimes they can express that in a negative way um and without the understanding um of people around you it can be very difficult mm. no it really I, I could imagine you know it's not something obviously that i experience on, on my day-to-day -day working um you know with people that have have you know extra needs but you know having this training would be beneficial you know having that understanding yeah. would be beneficial and just i i can see the goods in the strategy for increasing awareness increasing training and everything mm -hmm. like that um it, but you know for yourself do you think there are any current sort of challenges within um you know your own homes within your own organization that could be you know addressed a, a little bit more and i'm not talking from let's say you know the problems with the organization as a whole i'm talking of resin uh you know problems in general uh. yeah so i mean the main the main issue with any organization it doesn't matter where you work in the care industry will be staff and staff retention um <laughs> currently an unskilled um, job, which completely baffles me because you need to be highly skilled. And obviously, as I explained before, all the training you have to go through, um, it, it's not really a job that you're doing. It's a vocation. Mm. Um, you kind of go into this, into this role because you want to make a difference. And for them to be told that it's an unskilled job is a bit of a, it's, yeah. it, it it gives confusion to all of us. Um, but staff retention with regards to wages are so low. Um, the lack of funding from social services can be difficult as well. Because um, obviously we can only pay our staff as much as we're being paid to look after the people we support. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a big factor as well. And if you were going to say the one thing that would help with staff retention, what would it be? Would it be a change in the 
way that people view the industry or the sector, sorry? Would it be a change in the amount that people are getting paid? Would it be, you know, respect as a whole? Um, it, I would say it, it would be two, the two main things would be um, higher wages to be compensated for actually how difficult this job can be. And the other one would be to, for it to be um, listed as a, as a skilled job. Mm. Um, people people can have quite a negative um, thought of working in the care industry. They look at it as it's quite an easy job to get into. Um, we're always short-staffed, so they always think there's going to be a job there. People, they don't really understand the, the hard work that goes into being a carer. It's a challenge every day. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people come into this job thinking that it's going to be, I mean, let's say they think it's going to be a slice of cake and a cup of tea sitting down with someone, um, but that's not the reality of it at all. Mm. Um, and I think awareness needs to be put out there of how difficult it is. And obviously the only thing you really see on media and things like that are the negatives. Um, you never actually see the positives, which obviously has an impact on us um, because it makes us feel like we're not appreciated a lot. Mm. So, yeah, awareness is definitely another thing that needs to be put out there a lot more. And that's a really good point. That's one of the things that we at the Leaders' Council are trying to do through this series, through this campaign, through the reports that we're going to be sending to ministers, to APPGs, to the select committees, is to highlight some of the success stories, to highlight some mm-hmm. of the good work, you know, all of the good work that people are doing up and down the country in this massively diversified sector and i know there are going to be common themes and you have mentioned one that is going to come across with everybody that i talk to and that is funding Mm -hmm. and that is respect of the individual um if you had to if you had one opportunity to change you know one thing you had the silver bullets what would that be what would you think would be the one underlying change you could make for the sector as a whole to make it work a little bit more smoothly or for people outside to have that just better um, perspective of uh, the people within the sector itself? Yeah, um, I think myself would be um, just more awareness, more for people to be more aware of what actually goes into the the job as a whole. Um, And and. I think another way of retaining staff would be for them to understand the progression that can you can have within the role. This, this you can't. It's not just be the fact of being a support worker or a carer. You can be many different things within the within the care industry, um, and there's always something that someone would enjoy doing because, like I said, there's so many different roles. Mm-hmm. There's HR. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of people management things that you need to have um so i think awareness of the whole industry of what's available and how how the, the role is um itself would would be a big help no that's you know re- a really important point and if you think that's the most important thing to really get people into it you know i think that's something that we will push you know we will push the the ability for people to know that there are you know, career options, there are specialism Mm -hmm. options, actually, which I think is highly important, you know, in in any career, you know, being able to to specialise in one particular sector that really makes you, you know, excited to get up and excited to help the people around you and and feel fulfilled 
and worthwhile. And you know, if that's yeah. that's the major major element. Now, for yourself, you know, as 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 an individual, obviously, you said that you sort of fell into care. It wasn't your your career choice, but you've mm-hmm. stayed. Why did you stay? Yeah. <laughs> that is a million dollar question. No, I absolutely love working within the care industry. Um, I love making a difference to people's lives. I love the challenge. Um, and like I said, I've worked in so many different roles within the care industry. Um, I kind of know the different challenges that are out there. Um, and it's just so nice to see um, the results, the, the good results, like when you make someone more independent or when you help someone to fulfill a goal or an ambition. It's just, it's lovely to see. And it, it, it makes your, it makes you enjoy your job a lot more. It's not so um, mundane, if you like. We're not doing the same thing every day. It's different every day, so every day is a challenge. You know, that's put a nice smile on my face, you know, hearing that that's the way that you get your, um, you know, benefit from it as well. You know, it's it's a two-way street, um, you know, having the, the ability to help and really for people to make you feel worthwhile as well through knowing that, that, that you are doing the right thing. Now, obviously, at the moment, we are going through a period of intense change. Government has changed uh, lots of events over the last couple of months that have meant the, the UK has taken a, an interesting look at itself. And obviously, that's going to, to continue going forwards with the cost of living crisis, with some of the, uh, the other issues, you know, sort of worldwide as well, which are impacting everybody. But there's a new Secretary of State for Health and Social Care, Therese Coffey, um, and we are going to be presenting all of our findings to her via letters, via emails, via calls with, with, the ty- with the team and the staff. And if you just wanted to say one thing to get your you know, point across to the new Secretary of State, what would that be? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, God, it would be quite a long conversation if I had the chance. Um, the main, like I said, the main thing is just to push more awareness out there, make it a skilled, skilled role. Um, help people understand that it's not just about um, helping someone with their personal care every day. There's so many different parts of of care. There's so many different things you're doing every day. Um, and ha- helping people understand how challenging it can be. Um, because like I said, all you ever see is the negative stuff. You never see anything positive. And I know that's down to the media, but it would just be good for us to be mentioned about the positive things we do as as an organisation, not just as an organisation, as a as a whole sector, um, and allowing people to understand the, the progression they can have within the role um, and the impact we're having on the people that we're supporting. Well, Ross, that was really really good answer you know and hopefully as i've said we'll highlight some of these things these successes and as we you know build on this campaign and we build our our resources and our understanding of what it is that everybody wants we'll be coming back to you to to be a co-signatory uh to one of the one of the uh, the campaign letters that we send out we'll be highlighting the good work that you and uh, autism unlimited are putting together as well and i look forward to having further conversations to having a deep deeper understanding of 
you and the organization and you know see what we can do to you know put you in the best light but i really want to really thank you for coming on today and taking this small amount of time just to you know give your honest opinion yeah no thank you for the opportunity to highlight an ongoing issue within the care industry really and um, hopefully we can make a difference ross thank you and goodbye